0: Here's another excerpt from Podcast Historius. So, what's up with Jose Rizal? Jose
1: Rizal was the original fuckboy without shit. <laughs> <laughs> Rizal was, um, you, there, there, there's always, So this is around 18, yeah, late 1800s. 1800s.
0: Was he like, what well, was he born again? No, not early Late 1800s. Late 1800s. Okay, going to 1898. Ah, okay, okay. So, oh, everything that has happened, again, going back the 1500s to 1800s. So, they were trying to create like a port whatever galleon trade um yeah uh, these fake people coming here prisoners whatever so that's 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 our people now in the philippines at some point also and then rizal came and what happened
1: um to add more to the context um Remember that Rizal is a mestizo and that's uh, a very specific kanang mestizo nga class.
0: Mestizo basically means mixed man, It's a class, good here in the Philippines.
1: Mestizo is a is basically a class. There's the locals, there's the Spaniards, and then there are the mestizo class, which is
0: Just just don't 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 walk into eggshells. There's the Spaniards, there's the indios, and then there's the mestizos. The
1: mestizos, the mestizos are unique Actually, to um, it's a unique culture to colonized uh, countries, so uh, Philippines and other colonized. Naginlesle mga mestizo. Mestizo is a product of horny. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you just really have to say it.
1: <laughs> but you have to say it because, you know, the soldiers arrive here and then they take months to make sure that the, the space is, you know, fine and, and safe. And then they send the word to their families na hey, mo mo transfer the And that takes a few months pa before the word arrives. And then their families, uh, their wives prepare to leave. That takes another few months. Imagine in all those times, what are they going to do with all that
0: sexual acts with the Indios yes. and produce a light brown citizen of yes. the world? that's that, and, yeah, and then it's like 10,000 people, Cebu. <laughs> hormones that's a product of hormones. <laughs> so, yeah, so but they became a class, like, this is actually a class, like, there is a group of mestizos who really stuck at the fact that. Yes, because. um, Mestizos are good. They're sila. They're not going to mingle with Indios for sure. Right. Because,
1: yeah, they had, the um, it, The mestizos were like, uh, if we were to compare to them, they middle class, seguro, because they were rich enough to... Be able to, to study outside. You know, to study outside, live in, you know, good houses, have servants attend to them, but...
0: Have hacien, uh, like a hacienda.
1: Uh, And uh, they were also poor enough, because, you know, the Spanish will, will always see them as... Half-breeds. You know, uh, having dirty blood, because Indians. So, they had that misfortune and fortune at the same time. And Rizal was, like many of our revolutionaries, was a mestizo. And uh, the the reason why... And the, the the reason why I, I, I mentioned mestizos is because the galleon trade has brought that Kwan, um, that um, fortune, So with the it used to be just Spaniards and and Spain for many years, but with the galleon trade and you know peop, uh, Spaniards marrying off the locals and creating mestizo offsprings and creating this uh, this another class, This class sort of like rose above the rest, so they became like uh, they were wealthier, than than the locals, so. Muran na in the local communities, in the local towns, barrios. Kay na mga few a few families that are for... Uh, kalang, na sila. Murag sila na.
0: Murag, uh, Specific places, right? Yeah. Like dynasty. Prince,
1: yeah, dynasties, principales. Murag royalty. Na. Yeah, royalty. So, so this is what you
0: call the um, elite ruling class. And they have Spanish blood. They
1: have Spanish blood, yes. And they often dictate um, how their town is governed. Uh, Milano, so they they really have some um, sort of authority, in terms of and the Spaniards instead of dealing with the locals directly, they just deal with you know the, the, mestizos. the mestizos, and the the ruling class in the half breeds in in turn will deal with the rest of the population. So that's always been the the the, the dynamic. Uh, always. So, um, for many years of the Galleon trade, so these mestizo classes, these uh, principales, as you call it, to a point that they can actually now afford to send their sons, their daughters, uh, to, to better schools, better, um, um, in the late 1800s, they you know um, people were now traveling to Europe. Um, these were now traveling to Europe and uh, this swear where they saw because Europe, uh, Spain. When they arrived in Spain, it was a totally. Can you imagine being in a place uh, in the Philippines, but then you go to Spain where it's hundred percent independent, hundred percent freedom. No one is you know bothering you. we no really different. So it's really different
0: from where they're coming. From. Little
1: uh, culture shock is an understatement. We're grabigin si ang. Uh, awakening, nila ba? R- rude awakening, like it's
0: <laughs> No, no, you're no, 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 no. You're you're specifically saying Jose Rizal had a awakening, existential awakening. How old was he when he like traveled to Spain? Twenties, early twenties. Yeah. Imagine like your twenties, and then you're 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 an exotic kind because no one looks like you, and, and the girls, and you're charming, and you're smart. Yeah, can you imagine the
1: Pilakabok babay yang na? What a, what a handsome
0: man. Uh, so, yeah, like courts. You don't have Jose Rizal Um, hey, no.
1: Excuse me. Did you know that Jose Rizal is like 5'1, five 5'2? Five He's a very short man
0: you know you what, what is up with you? you don't need man like if it's charming like this, someone that we know you know <laughs> they're gonna score yeah? a lot of guys as long as like nah, shy, I don't know anyway so the the whole rumor about Jose again going back this is just a rumor and gossip the rumor is he's a playboy so he has a lot of girlfriends and this is based from love letters right that was unearthed oh yes love letters from mga nosy people shit oh yes these like, are, are historical one? documents <laughs> yeah right (laughs) now it's called historical documents but these guys are just nosing around ooh there's a love letter so this is based on hard evidence and that's what Rizal did in Europe at some point just educate himself and then when he came back like any like any Filipino you know like you come here you worked so hard and then you go to, let's say, Amsterdam or Netherlands or Switzerland, and then you come back here in the Philippines, you would really start comparing what we can do better. And I'm talking about modern-day experiences, to be honest.
1: He didn't even need to wait to come back to the Philippines because you remember that the two novels he wrote, El Filibusterismo and No Libitangri, he wrote them while he was abroad. He was published in Spain,
0: so he was really that woke, so Jose Rizal was a woke, yes, gen Z at some point in his of his time uh, at some point okay.
1: yes it was um because um you have to understand that uh, because people get the sentiment then uh, are you we were probably going to discuss this sooner, but um, I'll, I'll introduce Talam Rizal was not anti spain um he understands that the Philippines is too young to be independent from any uh, from from Spain or from from any foreign power. He understands that um, left to our own devices we would just fuck things up. So he knows it. So what he wanted was uh, proper representation in the Spanish courts. Right At that time Mourag since there was no actual filipino representative in the spanish courts we're, uh, we're just they're just getting fed information but of the philippines is fine the people who are you know managing there are doing an excellent job and but Rizal knows otherwise. They're doing a pretty banged-up job, and they want that representation so that uh, our needs and uh, all our, you know, if our concerns are properly heard in court. So that's what he wanted, and that's one of the reasons why he wrote uh, those two novels, uh, Noli and and El Fili. Yeah, and there is a reason why that was published in Spain. But it was because it was to get the the the, the general population of Spain to actually. Um sympathize, start sympathizing and empathizing with 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 the Filipinos,
0: and he wrote it in Spanish. He
1: wrote it in Spanish, yes, yes.
0: so the original so the original language for el is in Spanish. And remember we mentioned earlier in the podcast this rich recording that there there's no social media. There's only print. yeah, and he was rich enough to. Have these prints delivered? Wow, delivered, shipped along with him, or what's going on with the with the printing details? With he
1: didn't bring the books here to give to the to the masses, no, because that that's not what happened. Um, the way history is taught in elementary because growing up, that's what we always think. Uh, the Noli and El gibasa sa mga pinoy the ng nationalism, but that's that's not the thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. Nobody yeah, yeah.
1: read it here. <laughs> the people who read it here are the, still. Uh, those who have the capacity, the Mestizos, the mestizos Andres Bonifacio, Emilio Aguinaldo, who in their Mestizo cap- capacities were able to
0: acquire these books. <laughs> so you really are campaigning right now that Mestizo is a class. Yeah, it's it's, it's a it's a society. Oh, very unique. Mestizo yeah. is a society. They have their own means. And then at some point, um, and then they're the ruling classes usually. And sila-sila rapod ang nai-access for these uh, for the books. Now when you say it's a book, was it hard bound like any typical book in the eighteen hundreds? Yes. Okay. So it wasn't just manuscripts. It was literally like with a with a hard cover. Literally a
1: book yeah. published.
0: Yeah. How many how for the original ones, how many books were published at the time? Oh for Nolimitanger and El Filibusterismo I don't remember um for more than a thousand for sure.
1: Yeah, more than a thousand for
0: sure. Okay. okay. it
1: it uh, it was read enough. Um, to the point that uh, the Spanish even the, the, the Spanish authorities noticed and Rizal was actually banned from returning to the Philippines he, he wasn't supposed to return so
0: now nah, both good nang na Chica na abot sa Pilipinas. Ya naapa siya sa naapa siya sa Spain atong time.
1: Naabot ket ang Chica sa Pilipinas. So, okay. naapa siya sa Spain atong time and sp- 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 the Spaniards were like uh, this dude is bad news because he's spouting they, they they were the ones who for okay. who first thought that he was spouting anti-Spain sentiments when in fact it wasn't really his his uh, intention. like na, nay
0: tawag ana like right now uh our law ana uh, for terrorism, <laughs> right? Uh like it, lang, anti-terror bill it's yeah, fun. anti terrible. Like, it's, it's part of that. If, if we again, what we can do is just compare it with modern day cases. So, Rizal at the time was creating like a fictional, it's a fiction. No limitangirin el filubistrismo is a fiction. It has a love story, whatever, like a fuckboy as he is. Yeah. But we use that element to talk about what really is happening in the Philippines. And it has woke other mestizos. Yes. And at some point, kesa may mga best friend anin ho si Rizal. Oh, Pilonario Mabini. Sila.
1: Oh, um, uh, no, not Mabini, but uh, Luna. Antonio Luna, sila. Uh, have you seen that film? Katong General Luna? There was actually, a there was actually, uh, at some point, uh, this is recorded history nga. Uh, like duel, you know, like fencing duel si, si Luna o si Rizal because of a girl.
0: ka Oi eh. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. So Antonio Luna is a general. The general
1: of the of the revolution. The KKK. No,
0: no, no, no. Here here no no no. Here in the Philippines, see si Antonio Luna is a general Like he has a political seat yeah. in the Philippines. Or military seat, right? Yep. And he's mestizo as well. Mestizo. So na mga woke Gen Z Mestizos 1800s. And these are the people with Antonio Luna. Uh, Who else?
1: Um, The Luna brothers, Antonio and Jose, uh, oh fuck, uh, Juan.
0: If you want to know more about them, you can watch um, Antonio, General Luna in Netflix. Um, I forgot the director. That was actually a very good film. But but I'm going to put it in the show notes. Yeah, it's a good film. And you can practically see because Mamamito nakaarose independence philippine independence right
1: yes so yeah remember that uh if the if the spanish authorities uh had the wrong impression of the books and they thought it was anti-Spain how much more if the books were read by the likes of Andres Bonifacio <laughs> Aguinaldo they thought it was anti-Spain too and uh, so that's basically that was basically the inspiration
0: so again going back Andres Bonifacio is classified as an indio or mestizo.
1: No, he was uh, a wealthy, yeah, he belonged to the wealthy class.
0: So Andres Bonifacio is a wealthy class still. Yeah. Uh, woke Gen Z, right? Yeah. Pero more on activista, right? Kwan kanang
1: putting words into action gin siya type of dude. Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, that type of leader. Uh, and then Aguinaldo is what was Aguinaldo back then?
1: Aguinaldo. Um, I'm
0: asking stupid questions, but you're a historian, so you answer. Agu-
1: Aguinaldo was also, also one of those rich, I uh, belong to one of those rich families uh, again, uh, also a Mistizo. Mm-hmm. He wasn't part of the founding, or Galicia parts of founding of the KKK because that was really Bonifacio and Babini's uh, brainchild, uh, but he was enticed, very interested to join the, mm-hmm. the, the, the operation or the clandestine organization, uh, and uh, very soon rose in, in the ranks. Uh, again.
0: While this is happening, so while Rizal, so if I understand the timeline, there's like an overlap for this, right? So while Rizal is in Spain, writing his book, publishing, whatever, and then rising suspicions of terrorism Whatever is happening in the Philippines as well is there's a revolution happening now. The oh. secret society, which is KKK. Ng mga... The KKK was starting to form. And uh, this is also... What's the name? Again, what's the name? KKK means... Kataas taasang. Kagalang galang. Okay, guys. KKK means different in the US. <laughs> Those are that. <laughs> the... Right. But in the KKK in the Philippine history is different. So what does KKK mean?
1: Kataas taasang kagalang galangan, katipunan ng mga, nakalimot ko sa fall. Basta, diara ko to bang, ki, ki, ki,
0: Yeah, so, ka, katastaasan is like, high level.
1: <laughs> high. Uh,
0: Kagalang-galangan is like, respectful. And katipunan is like a, like a tapok. Um, like a, yeah. not really a club. Like a, like a, like a, not really a cult. But it's a group of, of revolutionaries. Hellfire. Yeah, hellfire. Yeah. <laughs> it's a it's a group of revolutionaries <laughs> who want f- freedom because they were woken yeah. and triggered by what Jose Rizal did. Listen to the full Independence Day special on podcast Historius.